Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction. The podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. September 22, 1932. From Captain Edward R. Longdo to his wife. Dear Celine, as I dip my toe into the ink to write to you, I am reminded of my father. He would often spend the day writing correspondence to his uncle, we had not seen for some time. Day after day, he would write. I once asked him how did he know the letters would reach to his uncle. He smiled and told me, if I spent less time with my head in the sand and more time looking to the old feather, I would trust. And now I find myself much like my father, trusting this letter finds you in good health. It has been many days since I've been given command of this oddball group. At first I thought my mission was nothing more than a head-in-the-sand dream, something to akin to thinning the population or sending us on a wild goose chase. September 23, 1932 from John Feathers to his wife. My dearest Greta, I pray that this letter finds you in good health and it eases your mind to know that I too am the same at present. I trust that the children are in good spirits and are keeping their heads above the sand. I know my decision to leave you on this expedition has been a strain on both of us, but I pray that one day you'll understand why I had to be a part of it. What a weird introduction. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Stories, True and the Fictional, brought to you by Rebecca Castle and the Rising Dawn series. Also soon, a fantasy series of epic proportions starring Cat Graham, Jenny Ortega, and Henry Cavill. I am of course, joined by a man who needs no introduction, but I will give him one anyway. A man who is known not only because he was the first man to punch a dog in the face. But he's also a man who is key to the wrestling industry as a whole. Ryan D. Haig, how are you going, sir? Oh, very good. Thank you, sir. And and I, I the only reason I punched that dog is because he punched me first. It was self-defense. And again, I had and heard... I was in the court of law. I had heard he, that he, he actually did owe you money. And yes. that this this was a dispute over some potentially some cash. So again, I don't think anyone's faulting you for punching the dog in the face. Again, if anyone owes you money, you you you, you got to get your money. But that's that's just yeah. that's just. A... And and look, I'd given him payment extension after payment extension after payment extension, and look, I just, I needed that fifteen bucks. Hey, as any good mafia boss knows, you give extensions when you can because you want to help mm-hmm. the people, but. Sometimes they, they they disrespect you, and when they disrespect you, you got to send the boys out, and you and you, you got to rough them up a bit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yep. got to yeah. make sure no one else takes advantage. And 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 sure, that's how Lassie's mother died. But that's not how, that's not real. That's not really the point of the whole story. Now, 
tell me, Ryan, as we're moving towards a certain event, how, how, how are you feeling in, in excitement-wise? Like, where, where, where does your excitement sit coming up to the main event of the year? Uh, look, the World Masturbation Championships are always mm, highly mm, marked mm, on my category. Mm, I've mm. been working out. I've been been going to the gym every day for at least three to five minutes. Um, and look, I'm feeling good and feeling confident and ready to take on the world. Absolutely. And I also hear you also might watch some WrestleMania as well. Yeah, look, that's also on the cards as well. That's the next day. So uh, I'm going to be tired. But look, at the end of the day, I can still manage to um, to check it out. Look, it, it's the lead up at the moment. I must say I am a little behind. I've got to watch um, got to watch this week's Raw, but so far, so good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, look, now, the, the, obviously, the main event, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the Undisputed title. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that. And... Now, you've been a man who has been quite solid in his predictions and his forecasts. Um, uh-huh. Do you care to reach into your clairvoyant crystal ball and tell us who do you think comes out on top in the main event? Mm. Look, honestly, this is this is going to be a tough one. I do think Cody Rhodes is going to win. I think the build behind him, I think the way that he's come... I, th- I honestly think it was in his contract when coming back from the company that he helped create, AEW, coming back to WWE. I, I do believe that it was in his contract that he would win a world title. Mm-hmm. Um, and Roman Reigns coming up to a 1,000 days as the undisputed championship which is unheard of uh at the moment so in the I modern think, era I, I was yeah, also reading that like in the old in the old era in the nwa days yeah. they used to do that all the time but uh no i think cody's gonna win i think he's or like something big if cody doesn't win something massive 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 is gonna happen but i think it's at the moment with the promo building up to it i i'm i think i think we're gonna see a title change i think cody's gonna win Mm. that would be again that's 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 quite significant and 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 because there's also no money in the bank at play not 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 that's not not for another couple of months after wrestlemania money yeah yeah and and since that he had cashed in on a a lesser championship like an idiot there's no no real so essentially it's gonna be we know there's gonna be a winner out of the two of them do you think they would go for a piss off every single audience and go for a dq win with the cody Rhodes, and then obviously doesn't doesn't get the title (laughs) But it's still, you know, would, would you think they would uh, annoy everyone or do you think they'll have a clear-cut winner at the end of the match? Look, I think if Roman's going to retain, I don't think it's going to be clean. I think it's going to be due to outside interference. I mm. think um, we're going to see we're going to see a fight. If the if the Usos do get involved, I think we're going to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens come in and, and, and have Cody back in that retrospect. But look, I think it's going to be close to... I, I honestly think it's too close to call, but in watching the promotion over the last six months, uh, I think we're I think we're going we're going to see a new champion in Cody Rhodes. Yep, yep, yep. And look, speaking of, of you know, I've always been a Roman fan, and even more so. Me too. You know, respect him coming back, and you know, and, and a man that can land a wife like that. That's that's a man. That's a man who like you know, I'm not, that's you know. Also, kudos to her for seeing you know you know a, a failed college football player and thinking. He's going to make millions of dollars one day. So exactly. Good for her as well, for, you know, for, for latching on. And, you know, standing by him as well. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that's quite good. Now, speaking of latching on, I think it's the thing, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> I don't know, like, speaking of, of, of latching on to a winner, 
We have a. I, I'm thrilled with our next guest, uh, a man <laughs> who is one of the Australia's youngest, most successful new authors named J.A.J.A. Bryden. J.A. <laughs> Bryden, how are you going? So how does it feel to be one of the youngest Australian authors named J.A. Bryden? A very, a very competitive <laughs> category because there's yes. Night Jamie, Sometimes Jamie, Angry Jamie. So there's a number of people in this category, but you stood above <laughs> them all as champion how does it feel um mate, incredible uh, incredible um not not even that there's like the the bride and lawyers there's the mm, bride and mm. banjo makers mm. and mm. then there's me just one one little guy by myself who writes stories that people seem to like now, for some reason is it true that you are related to banjo patterson by any chance uh, I don't believe I am, but um, yeah, we'll spread that lie I, I and see how far that. We'll spread that lie and see how far that. Well, goes. I haven't. I have. Well, one, I did win a poetry com- competition once. Well, there you go. It's in the time. blood. But, but you know, we haven't done gone to ancestry dot com and and verified anything. So, you know, well, it, there you go. It, it's it's hard, but unconfirmed reports yeah. of a Bandra Patterson potential relation. Yeah, I could know if I went behind the pay. If I went behind the paywall, I might know. But you know. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, you are a soon-to-be published author. Well, properly published. Well, yeah. Look, I'm not saying that there's the right way of publishing, the wrong way of publishing. You could do. Oh anything. yeah. No. But for a man like yourself, having a publisher behind you that can also help you market is, is I think, yeah. it's a key, a key thing. And we are all extremely excited about your your re-release. And one of the one of the greatest things about uh, the book, not only is it hilarious, it is hundred percent historically accurate, <laughs> much like yeah. America the Movie on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is that level of historical inaccuracy that yeah. I, you know, I love. Much like you know those historical epics that are hundred percent true, like you know Troy, Wild mm-hmm. Wild West, you know, 300. sorry, three hundred, three hundred. Yep, they're, Pro- they're, they're, you know. Bear. <laughs> cocaine bear based, yep absolutely that's based, based on a true story based I on a true day. story yep mm-hmm. like the, these true and inspiring events is what makes mm-hmm. your book so incredible jamie where when is it out when is this when when it's is the release officially out let, letters from the emu war is out on may 22nd that's the date um that we get off. it's actually up for pre-order i will leave the link in the show notes uh if you want to go and pre-order it now there was also a more controversial title that you didn't want to name the book. Do you want, no. do you want to go in a little bit into that? The, I, I, that was something you requested, you, you know. Um, I thought it's, I, it's, it's not what I was going for, you know. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm glad because the publisher is releasing this as a children's book. So we did, we did have to cha- right. cha- change right. one yeah. word. So, so, that, so, like, I don't think that title is probably a suitable yes. for a children's book. And it's, it's not very Australian. Um, you know, yes, because of your because your Civil War reenactment story is very hey, true. Hey, if people want to read it, however they want to read it, that, that that's fine. But um, you know, yes, yes, it is technically a civil. <laughs> so basically, there is a Republic of Emus, um, and that's that's a historical fact. A historical fact, absolutely. Just like Look- just like just like after they the Emus won, one of the one of the terms of surrender. For, for us humans was that we had to put them on our national emblem and and they and that is where they stay even today 
And 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 even more hilarious is somehow they got the um, kangaroos on there too. So obviously they owed them something. Oh yeah, look again. Yeah. There, there was there was there was a um a very dirty Harry hard knocks kangaroo inside the book. <laughs> yeah. uh, when it, and when he was reading that, it was, almost, it was almost like you know that person had watched some uh, Sin City and was was going, how can yeah. I Frank Miller <laughs> shit up? How, how can I Frank Miller? It's almost like Night Jamie was going, we need some Frank Miller style narration on some dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so, so love that, love love it, love the book. Can't wait to to read it. And of course, this book like this podcast, would not be possible without our spiritual leaders and overarching overlord, Rebecca Castle of the Rising <laughs> Dawn series, available on Amazon. She is also soon to be an author of fantasy, fiction, and possibly several stories about implied incest involving Henry Cavill, Cat Graham. Well, well we, we, we don't really know, you know, um, what... what... She, she, she could surprise us because she did request the the opening the the notes to the opening that you did from the last episode you know mm. that. but um speaking of um implied incest yes um, yes you have a story to, you you have a yarn i, I have a, i have a few but the, the first thing is is i came across and i found i found it out today and it just my head just immediately went this is this is heavily implying incest do you remember an old song called something stupid by frank sinatra Yes. Is that the one where it's like something stupid like I love you or something yes, like that? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. He sung that with his daughter. Oh. And it's about his daughter. Nancy, I think it was. Nancy. Yes. Now, I knew the song. Yeah, okay. Do, do you want to hear, hear a little bit? Do you want to hear a little bit? I do. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how it goes. Now remember, I um, want you to put on your best. Frank Sinatra or Frank Michael Sinatra. Buble voice, which is basically the same thing. <laughs> basically the same thing. Yes. All right. All right. Um, I know I stand in line until you think you have the time to spend an evening with me. And if we, <laughs> and if we go someplace to dance, I know that there's a chance you won't be leaving with me. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> it gets better. Then afterwards, we drop into a quiet little place and have a drink or two. And then I go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like, I love you. Oh, that's, my. That, 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 that's probably how much, um, you know, we can sing for copyright reasons. But, for copyright reasons. I, but, I'm pretty sure yeah. you sang over. Oh, although yours was a rendition, which is, that's yeah. fine. Like, um, well, I, I, actually, I actually heard um, that that was a heavily doctored version. Yeah, because that last line in that as Frank actually wrote it was, and then I go and do something stupid like watching you poo. What? <laughs> what? That's, the, that's the actual original line. Wow! For his, for his, I'm, I'm completely making this up. <laughs> I hope you realize that. No, but it, it but... makes them more incesty. <laughs> watching people poop. Okay. Watching his daughter um... poo. That's a. He's not German, so there's not. It's not going to be. Well, like... that's not. Hasn't been no. proven. That's not been proven. Yeah, but You're right. yeah, but so, his last name was Frank Sinatra Hines. So, yeah, but look, it's very, very um, implied incesty. Absolutely. Look, uh, I had look honestly. Now that you mentioned that, I'm I'm seeing that song in a whole new light, and it's yeah. very. It, that's facet. That's. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> if, if you have any more interesting stories like that, please send them to yeah. the true. Well, well, I, I I I can tell Chris like. I know this is a, a, a this is a, an audio podcast, but 
I, I know, I know. Like speaking of implied incest, I know what you've been up to today. You look very, very dishevelled, and like you've been, been, um, been, you know, vigorously having a bit of self attention because I bet you went on to Netflix and watched the new documentary called Money Shot: The Story of Pornhub. I actually haven't. It's, it, 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 no? is in, it is on my, I, it is on my watch list because they've done a few documentaries like that, which were, I find, which was I thought was like the other ones were quite interesting, and so to watch a series about the, the grand old hub, you know, as, as, as we'll start, as, as it's known, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to it. So that's going to be quite Yeah, they used to call it the grand old hub when they used to do it on parchments back in the 1800s, <laughs> where they just used to pass it around and everyone would have, and the, there'd be a, there'd be a guy that followed the scroll around and he'd do a tick and that's how they could tell how many views the videos got Not, uh, back yeah. in the 1800s. I even hear even more so that you know someone would would, would you know back in back in the caveman era that someone would draw an interesting cave drawing and they would and and, and the caveman would come around and then they they'd mark a bloody paw print on on the walls to indicate that you know they, they thumbs upped it and that was you know and, and then like archaeologists have have like completely misconstrued that entire the entire meaning of those cave paintings and you know yeah it wasn't until it wasn't until they discovered a couple of years later um you know those cavemen drawings that they were actually insects related because the cavemen would write sister yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but even brother, but even and, more yeah. so and more probably the darker side of the histories there they weren't just chasing that mammoth to eat it well <laughs> maybe they were what what the hell so you know, uh, and then Jamie's question is, "What is Pornhub?" Look, Jamie likes to act all innocent, but we all know that's a lie. Again, no, remember, this is Chris's theory. No, this is, this is not a theory. This is reality. Not there are two types of men in the world: men who have watched porn and liars. So again, this <laughs> is this. No, no, no. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you say that like men who watch it, not men who have watched it. Sure, sure. You, so, you're, so, you're, so, yeah, you're convinced yeah. that every single man is watching it 24 hours. I'm not. I again, I'm not convinced of that. No, not and at all. I, we have jobs. I'm, I we have, you know, we have, you know, we, we have jobs and things. Yeah, well, but, Chris, if you can watch, you know, 15 seasons of Stargate in like a month, <laughs> I think you got time. Uh, okay. so, no, again, having said that, one day I'll get your phone and then I'll hit search on your Instagram. And I'll go to, to see what, what, what Instagram suggests. Oh, no, and then, look, I, then I oh, will no, learn, look, I, I will then right I will learn right the true Jamie. Do you want me to bring it up right now? Because I can, if you want to do this right now live. Oh, look, it's Rolly Ryan. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, no, again, no, again. What a man sees in his Instagram is a private thing. And <laughs> it's between him no, and well, his Instagram. Well, I've scrolled twice. And the first thing is Rolly. The second thing is a dog dancing. Okay, we all have those ones, but you know, and then like, it's a, and then it's a skateboarder. My mine changes at the moment. It's a bunch of painted miniatures, like just nonstop, like painting miniature articles. Because and you, you know how your phone does, yeah, like when it listens to you and then suggests things. Yeah, because the first ad that's come up is Emu Australia. Oh, interesting. I don't even know what that is, but they've obviously heard emus. I had I had that when we were talking about Ross Noble at Weird Al, and then the next day everything <laughs> that came up was Ross Noble related. Oh. I was like, have you got tickets to his tour? Yeah. I'm like, yes, I have. Yes. Bugger off. So, yes, we did see Weird Al on a Wednesday night mm-hmm. on the release of last um, one. Now, it, I think we'll touch on that a little bit because at least two people on this podcast. No, look, I, 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 but... I, ha- I am a Weird Al fan ever since his Star Wars rendition. Um... Of the first one? 
No, the um, the Yoda American Yoda. Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the because he's done a few Star Wars ones. Oh no, the the, the original. Okay, the, yeah. to me the original one, which was soon I'm gonna me, be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember buying his album after that, and then one of my favorite songs that that just you know was um Albuquerque, where he's just singing. Yeah, song yeah. Albuquerque. He closed. He closed with that, and then like and that went pre- for like twelve and a half minutes, I think. Like I can't. And, uh, I don't know if he was in Albuquerque, but one of the songs where he's basically like saying everyone died in the plane, but for him because he had his tray table up yeah. and he see was in the foot <laughs> yeah. up position, yeah. my tray. Yeah, uh, and was I was Albuquerque. honestly yeah. fucking just you know yeah um a, a, a genius. Now tell me, tell me about the concert. What is it like to stand in a room? With a, with a genius like that. Yeah. Um, well, we, we we sat in the room. We yeah. sat. It was seated. And oh, he, yeah. And, yeah. He's older. He's older. He's a bit older. No, there's no mosh pit, I'd imagine, in the, no, in the VR concert. No, um, you, you would assume that his audience is older, but it's, there's a wide... There's children there. Interesting. Uh, it was at all ages, and we are, we're actually in line to the to the merch, and um, mm-hmm. the kid, kid behind us, it was his very first concert. I like that. Parents he was, he was like his first concert. I'd, yep. I'd say he's what twelve or thirteen. Did you look yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah because because um, his mum I think was about thirty, about about Jamie's age, and I thought that's how the conversation began because she was yeah. quite attractive. So I didn't notice. Like no, okay, fair enough. But then we were in Newtown, so I had already passed, yeah. you know, elevens. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, really, Jamie. So whoa, 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 whoa. Well, let's, let's, let's roll this back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, we'll get to Will in a minute. So you're telling me that you wouldn't want to pick up, you wouldn't want to mother a single mom with a young child. You're saying that's a no to you? Like again, it's, it's like, uh, I'm again. not saying I'm not saying oh, she's single. A man who picks up a lease on a car is a real man, <laughs> much like a man who who steps in in that situation. That's a true man. That is a that is a that is again. No, see, I, see, see, I disagree on the car thing because I wouldn't lease a car. I would buy it outright. That's how I roll. No, you always lease. Yeah. Leasing, is, leasing is way better. No, hell no. Heck no, because that's what they want you to do, Chris. They want of you course. to lease the car. Yes, because again, I don't pay for fuel. I don't pay for repairs. I don't pay for, you know, I pay for very little. It's great. Um, and, and, and at the rising cost of fuel, everyone, I have not fucking noticed because... <laughs> Because I have like seven hundred dollars a month yeah, I but, can spend on fuel. Yeah, but you don't leave your house, so it's like I know, and and, and because of that, <laughs> and because of because of how little I've driven the car, like I can like like if I wanted to actually now just sell this outright, if at the end of the lease I can, and the blue mm. I would cover both the blue payment and also then the additional um, funds. But I've actually I'm just going to probably hand it back in. But but back yeah. onto Weird Al. <laughs> um, so so tell me about the concert. Was, was there costumes? Did he did he like, no. again? Like so, what, what what happened in the? Costume? It was it was not what we expected. Um, he didn't play any of his big hits what um it was more it was of more, a, more like a medley at the end that they finished with wait, where they like they mixed okay. a few songs together but, okay okay wait 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 yeah that would be like going to bon jovi and him not doing it's my life like yeah. him not doing better verses yep. him not doing how like like living on a prayer like you would you would no yeah. we would not accept that from the man yeah, no it was yeah, yeah. It was like basically or most of his originals, um, which is still fun. Like like you said, Albuquerque. I love Albuquerque. Um, no, I, um, true, true, true. There's uh, one more minute with you. Um, that's that's another cracker one. He did do a cover called "You Can Call Me Al." Um, you know, <laughs> you know of, for obvious reasons. 
Did he do um, his original like a surgeon? No, he did, no. He did none of them. Apart, he except- did the, med- the medley that they had at the end had um, uh, Amish Amish Paradise. Um, the white, smells white like teen, yeah, white and nerdy. That smells like teen and teen spirit cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty much about it. Yep. Um, look, I don't, oh, I don't know how I feel about. Did you, uh, yeah, Ryan, look, it Ryan, was, Ryan, it, Ryan, what do you, what did you feel about the concept? Um, look, I'm not like when we were there and in the moment with the atmosphere, it was like really good. It was, it was an amazing show. Um. A couple of days later, I kind of would have liked a few of the, you know, a, a few few of the the yeah. cover songs on the app, or even like a polka melody, which he didn't even really do because they're. Yeah. I love his polka melodies on every one of his albums. He has like a twelve minute polka medley, which is awesome, yeah. but he didn't really do that. Um, it would they were most of the band was seated for the whole show, so it wasn't like it was a. But they, as I say, they are getting quite on. The bass player looks like he's about one hundred and forty. Yeah. Jamie, um, would, you, would you accept a yellow card concert and they don't play only one? Uh, look, as a diehard fan who's seen them a lot, uh, yes, I, I'd be okay with that because I would love a concert where they play some of their more obscure stuff. But that's to someone who likes no, every look, single look, one of their sorry, songs. Like, and but, uh, one being, of being the I, fact that it was the first Weird Al show, the first and probably only time I'm going to see Weird Al, yeah. that was sort of what came in it to me. Like, it was, don't get me wrong, I 100% really glad i went it was a great night um had a like the vibe the atmosphere was fantastic he's a great performer uh but being probably as i said like in the instance in that question that you asked chris i've seen yellow card five times so if i went to one of their concerts and they didn't play only one i'd be fine with that because i've seen them let me let me me ask you let me ask you something else let me let's let's put a different spin on it the reason why nba today is terrible is because players take days off and then players don't care about regular season and they and you could tell that in certain games yeah. they phone it in tickets cost a lot of money hard-working people pay a lot of money to get through yeah. the gate to go see yeah. their stars now the reason why michael jordan is the goat the greatest of all time is because he said people paid hard-earned money to see me i'm going to show up every night and ball out yeah. and every yeah. so every single kid that went to see a Michael Jordan game, got to see the best version of Michael Jordan yep. in all his Air Jordan-ness. There are some games, if you go see LeBron James, he's barely even trying, and, it, and it's very it's embarrassing. Now, yep. going to a Weird Al Yankovic concert without poker, without some of his songs, is like LeBron... Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say it. Weird Al Yankovic is the LeBron James of music. He thinks he's the all-time great, but he's phoning it in. I am just... Uh, look, honestly, I was excited about you guys going to see the concert. I saw your thing saying it wasn't what I expected. I thought, well, maybe he wrote some new stuff. But no, that's just... What a terrible concert. Oh. Nah, it, it, it wasn't terrible. It, it, like, like Ryan said, he is an amazing performer. And... But what... A, again, you show your kid Weird Al. Yeah. You, they listen to all the songs they love and say, yeah. oh, they, then, you know... You're a single father. You don't get to see your son that often. You work hard, but you know you, you're still still on good terms with mother. And you come to him and say, "I guess what you know? Guess what, Timmy? Guess what I got for your birthday? What, Daddy? A weird out ticket? Really, Daddy? You think he's gonna do Amish paradise? Oh, maybe we'll see. We'll see." He gets all excited, <laughs> and then what does he get? What does he get? <laughs> I'm sorry, well, Weird Al. Well, I think you have a, a right. You have a responsibility <laughs> to your paying audience. 
to bring. <laughs> the internet doesn't. My agree computer with you, was Chris. so mad at first. Yes. No, but look, I, I think I think there was a few people that would agree with you. The guy next to us looked miserable the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yep. God. Yeah. Yep. Because again, <laughs> you pay for weird. Are you expect us again? Yeah, I think it was more so that the fact that like he barely could fit in his chair. It just, well, like, also I think it was like seven foot or something. <laughs> He's just like okay, okay. Let's put it another way. Let's say you buy tickets to see the Pussycat Dolls. I wouldn't. I, you Neither know. would I. Sure. And, sure. Would, and, and let's I, say Nicole Scherzinger isn't there. Then you're going, well, then what the fuck am I? The, 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 what the fuck it, did I just buy? It, it's okay, Chris. It's okay, Chris, because she's probably singing in spirit because I'm guessing they're lip sync. Um, well, no, no. It, it's all it's all confirmed that she does all the vocals and then they just basically the, pe- the people there just to hold the mic just to make the band happy again that's all that's yeah. all that's that's, yeah, that's, that's again okay. yeah as, as we said it, it was a good show i i enjoyed it i'm not sorry that i paid the money to see him mm. um it was a good night out uh but yeah look and at the end of the day i heard the cover song i wanted to hear which was amish paradise mm. um, a brief interlude yeah. at the end really okay. yeah. it again. the first it i was love the chorus of it I love medalists. Um There is a place for war crimes in Hague that we, where certain individuals go to be charged with, with heinous crimes. Well, I'm not saying that this is one of those ones, but God no. damn it, if it's not close. No, no. I think it's fine. And, and the opening act was very funny. You would have loved yeah. him. You would have absolutely loved him. Mm. It's a guy called Emo Phillips. Um, he's very quirky and, and he had a lot of good one-liners. I actually made some notes because I'm sitting there going to Ryan every five seconds. Oh, Chris would love that joke. Oh, Chris would love that joke. <laughs> um, but but he said one like, um, uh, "It's like I, I I would have made a great priest, not for the traditional reasons, but for serving the Lord." <laughs> 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 you know? Yes, yeah, like that was fantastic. And oh, then swing um, for the and, fence. I love yeah, oh, and, I love a joke like I love and, a I love a comedian that's willing to just take an at bat and yeah, just basically yeah. swing for the fence. Yeah. And then, then he had another one about. Um, you know, oh, chivalry. My ex, my ex, said, you know, oh, she complained when I, I wouldn't even open the car door for her on our first date. I just swam for the surface. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that joke, but see, yeah. what a plagiarism! I've, I've heard that no, joke no. before, but a he, better version of it. He's one of these these comedians that um recycles his jokes because I wanted, yeah, I, I wanted, I, to, I, I, wanted a joke, sh- I heard a joke very similar to that, but it was it was. Yeah, well, it was probably it was probably that joke and um, told better and yeah, because I uh, I felt there's a really long joke that's really hard to explain. I'll um, show it to you later, but um, yeah, it, I I went back to try and find it on YouTube and I found it from 30 years ago. Oh, okay, so, so he had made from... the same joke. Yeah, you know, hmm. well, he started around the same time as Weird Al, so that's why Weird Al had him on there. Okay, well, yeah. interesting. But yeah, no, he was he was a funny, funny, funny guy. Funny guy. Good comedian yeah interesting yeah he had a he had a really good incest joke i'm trying to find it. oh oh no no i remember that i remember that now he said um it's like he's he got approached she said he got approached by australian um news eight news company where were we are you coming out we want to do uh um interview with you but like we'll send you the questions you can fill them out and get back to us you know get them back to us when when, when you can Mm-hmm. And then he pulls them out and goes, "I will do them right now." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, "Like, what makes you laugh?" And he's like, "My sister's nipples." <laughs> <laughs> he's just going, "One smaller than the other," or something like that. You know? Outstanding. Um, that that was one of them. Was there another one? 
Ryan? Yeah, there was one. It, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to do it justice, but he's like, um, I think it was like, it, it's good now that COVID's passed um, and we're moving on from incest, which is just choosing convenience over pro, over choosing convenience over perfection or something oh, like that. But yeah. I'm not doing it justice. I'm trying to find it, but yeah, it was something yeah. like that. I, it, made, it made me crack up when I heard it. Yeah, it's and, like, and, and you heard the audience go, Ooh. yeah. But the, but the but the other before we move on to you know what we're probably going to talk about, um, the the one thing that Weird Al said, like he said, oh, you know, I did a movie with with you know and Daniel Radcliffe plays me, so that's out there. The movie came out in Australia on on March second. How many how many of you have seen it? And like all the people go woo, and then and then he goes, how many of you saw it before March second? <laughs> and half the people there go woo, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes Yahoo Ligans. Um, but yeah, no, but uh, I'm pretty sure he's been in trouble for encouraging people to acquire it from the high seas because he just wants people to watch it. Um, I, I, I would imagine again, like, again, I don't think he makes any money from the sales. I don't think it's like, it's one of those, nah. yeah, it's probably one of those. I don't, well, I, didn't, I didn't even know that it, it actually didn't come out in cinemas here. It just only came out on Paramount Plus on March. Yeah, on streaming. Yeah. Really? It feels like so long ago because we watched it in September last year or something. Yeah, because we sail again because we sail the high seas. I went on a, yeah, yeah, I went on a trip on I went on a trip from Australia to London and London back. And yeah. while I was on the high seas, I found a copy floating in the water. Absolutely. And I again, it back and we all now, got together and we watched it. Per maritime salvage rules, that yeah. is completely international again, that, waters. That mm-hmm. is your that is your copy per maritime salvage. Again, you've broken no rules. You've broken yeah. no. You know, I, I didn't I, pay I, for it. I didn't. Yeah, yeah I didn't. And I didn't first... sell it and make money off the actual sale of the movie, which is actually the crime. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, that, that's like when when I way 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 back when when I met um, Timothy Omenson, who's from Psych, and he's the king in Gallivant. There was a long line to meet him, and people were going like, "Is Gallivant out in Australia yet?" But they're, they're, all, they're all holding Tad Cooper dolls and <laughs> Gallivant things, and they're like, <laughs> and like "Yeah, it's I on, don't, it's I, I don't know that if it would have been." No, no, it was on TV. They they had a had a once two seasons. No, maybe it was the first season when, uh, yeah, the first season was out. And one of the obscure Australian channels played played it basically every day, just until okay. until the seasons were finished. But yeah, there you go. So again, see high seas, the high Arr. seas. Well, like I said, I said to Jamie on when we were driving to we were driving to Weed Owl, I said once Australia and and piracy, the high sea variety, has done a lot for the industry because we now get things the day they're released because. You know, the studios in Australia and streaming services know that if we yeah. don't, like for imagine, yeah. imagine if we got The Last of Us a week later than the US. Oh, we, we would have all we, seen it. We, we would have all seen, seen it. it the yeah. day it came out. Yeah. And you know I what I mean? Pay like the, you, I would pay the iron price. Well, yeah. and, and look, to be honest with you, the things that I get from the high seas, okay, I said yesterday I watched Cocaine Bear, it's out on HBO Max in America right now. That's how I got it. Yeah. If and it that's wasn't a, see, on that's a streaming service in America that's just, now... That's just Australia's media corporations being greedy little dipshits. Yeah, well, they they, yeah. they, they advertise binges. Oh, we're like the HBO of Australia. No, you're not. Because so we don't get the fucking movies, do we? We don't get do stuff we? straight away. You know what I mean? 
because yeah. no, because Roadhouse do... Cinema wants to make their fucking money, so they've exactly. But I do, I do them. encourage anyone out there to um check out Cocaine Bear. It was an absolutely marvelous film. It By was the high so good. But you, oh, but oh, you, yeah. but you do know like the only, only thing about it being a true story was that they found a dead bear that had yes, OD'd correct. on cocaine. So yeah, but the movie itself was absolutely yeah. amazing. It was I, everything I, thought I was movie, hoping for. I thought that movie was based upon that meme where there was a bear with like with the snow all over its face and then some put underneath the thing saying, I, I fucking love cocaine. I thought that was the whole thing. No, no, like they literally um, found a bear that had OD'd on, on cocaine that, like, that fell out of a plane. Did it fall out of a plane? Yeah, one? Was yeah. That, was that so crazy? basically, yeah, what happened, what the true parts of the movie, and I did look this up, um, a Colombian cartel was importing cocaine from Colombia to America. Mm-hmm. And their plane had a malfunction and they need to lose weight. So they got rid of everything and then they even had to throw the cocaine out. Um, otherwise, the, the plane was going to go down and they were going to die. So they actually yeah. threw it over a national park and a bear got into it and died of a cocaine overdose. It, a bear didn't take cocaine and then go and murder a whole bunch of people seeking out more cocaine. It just um, killed, it just, it just, it took yeah. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but look seriously, it was a, it was a really good film. I I was laughing. I was I, it was so good. So I do encourage How, people to was, watch it. Was it played deadly serious or was it humorous? Um, yeah, it was. It was, but that just made it even that's more funny. I, I, lo- I love I love yeah. when they when again, I love a ridiculous action film horror movie that just plays yep. it fucking straight. And yeah. like, yeah. and pretends like this, this is the most fucking serious thing in the fucking universe. Mm. I, I, like that, well, that's, that's the... right. And in watching this, it felt like an A-list movie. Yeah. In speaking of what you've just said, I watched another movie today because because I'm doing Uber full time. I'm home early. Mm. Um, I watched another movie that that is a straight up horror movie that they play it straight, and it's called Zombievers. Outstanding. And what is, uh, Bill Burr's in it, you know, from The Mandalorian. And Love Bill Burr. He, 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 him and his offsider, they, they, they get medical waste and they have an accident. So medical waste falls into a dam of beavers and they turn into zombies. But that's not the worst thing. When they bite you, you then turn into a beaver. That's even <laughs> better. Movie, and, but no, you don't turn into a full beaver. You get the buck teeth and the tail and the zombie <laughs> ravenous. And they play this fucking thing straight. Oh. And I loved it. I was laughing the whole way through, but they play it so straight. Perfect. It's not funny. Yeah, see, so you yeah, check you that, that, you that's on Prime. It's called that. Zombievers. <laughs> you play it down the fucking middle and you play it And I, I respect movies that do that. You yeah, know, don't, yeah. don't, don't make it satire. Play that yeah. thing straight and I'm going to love it. it no yeah. matter how obscene the puppetry is. And, um, you know, and, and the fact that Bill Burr was in it for about 20 minutes, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm in. But yeah, that's, that's probably the two best movies I've watched this week. <laughs> Outstanding. Now, speaking of 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 watched things, I believe we're going to talk about um, Jamie's favorite topic, The Mandalorian. <laughs> but yeah, um, Jay, Ryan, have you started to catch up on The Mandalorian at all yet? No, I haven't. Still... I haven't had a chance. I'm so sorry. I've been. Um, a... I've been. These last week's been pretty chaotic. I've been doing a lot of different stuff. I've been working Uber and trying to catch up on all my appointments. I've had had a death in the family. My my Sony PlayStation Five passed away. Now, um, did you do did you do all the so the white I light did. of did, so did you try all of the tips they I sent did. you to? Yep, yep. So what, what's the, what's I the did, outcome? I tried everything. Nothing. It it literally it will not 
So basically what was happening, I got the the blue, the first it was a um, a blurry green screen. I managed to fix that. Yep. Uh, but then it would, there's something wrong inside of it. I spent an hour and a half cleaning the dust out mm-hmm. um, and it would go to repairing internal storage. And then yep. people online were saying it reboots in two minutes. Mine wouldn't reboot. I even left it half an hour. <sighs> Um, and then I tried everything, including the document you sent me. Yep. So I had to unfortunately um, cave in and buy another one, but I bought, I made upgraded to the disc version this time. Oh, you, you had the digital before, did you? Yeah, I had the digital. And you know what? I bought the disc version for cheaper than what I paid for the digital digital version when I got it. So, so you didn't want to send yours away for repair, or like? You're... No, because it's out of warranty. So. And the the place the only place I could find I reached out to them on Facebook in Parramatta, mm-hmm. um, and they were going to charge me two hundred and fifty dollars to look at it whether they could fix it or not. Oh, fuck and I said no, yeah. thank you. Um, so yeah, yeah, I might even just take it apart and take the sad no. and have analyzed the the hard drive. I might keep it as an you know an extra well, hard well, drive well, for the place. What, what, it's broken, right? Yeah. What, is, what would EB take on a trade for that? Because they could re- get it repaired and resell it. What would EB take? Well, on a I think they trade? only give you twenty bucks for a working one, so probably <laughs> you know fifty cents. Oh, like no, look, three quarter day, portions. Uh, luckily, I was in a position where I, you know, with my change in work, I was able to 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 go and pick one up. JB had a deal on. I had a couple of JB vouchers, so I only ended up paying seven fifty cash for it. Um, so I just look at the end of the day for my mental health. It helps me massively. So it was a decision that I just said, look, it's, it's mentally, you know, because when I get stressed out, or I get anxious or I have a bad day, PTSD dream wise, I just jump on the PlayStation and it makes everything Absolutely. feel better. No. So it's an investment in my mental health. So Absolutely. therefore I will claim it through my private health. No, I'm joking. <laughs> now, in honor of the death of your beloved console, mm-hmm. Jamie and I have prepared a little musical number for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this musical number sung, and I believe this song is very, was very, very much like, you know, um, it will help you forget about your, 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 remember the fun times about your PS5. Mm-hmm. And for the sake of this argument, I can sing it like Peter Griffin or Smeagol. What's your prefer- preference, Ryan? Uh, look, Peter Griffin. Just go yeah. Peter Griffin. I will remember you. Will you remember, remember me? <laughs> Don't let your life pass you by. Hey, Sarah McLachlan. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we think about the, the sad times, but the good times. And the, you know what the best thing, Ryan, about losing, a, a, you know, the sad thing about living with a loved one is you have a new PS5 mm-hmm. and you'll create new memories. Mm-hmm. It's younger. Yep. So you, you've basically just become a standard Leonardo DiCaprio, ditching an yep. old model for a new one. And, and, and a, new, I, a new upgraded better one, you know, exactly. with the ability to buy the ability to not be bent over by Sony's online prices anymore. <laughs> and, and to prove that, I actually ordered a copy of, uh, on the PlayStation Network, uh, the Jedi Survivor, or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, mm-hmm. was $124. And I ordered a copy on Amazon for delivery on 
day one for $69. So exactly. So there right. you go. I'm going to make my money back quite quickly. Absolutely. Mm. Now, yeah. speaking of Sony bending us over backwards, let's talk about <laughs> The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I didn't even plan that. What a good segue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, again, there, there's there's been some, again, we all love Pedro Pascal, so I think I think I think I don't think there's a single person who said that's a bad casting. But no. people have some different opinions here and there on yeah. that one. So I, I have some strong thoughts. We 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 finally finished the season, mm-hmm. um, nine episodes, which seems a bit of like a weird number. Like you know, yeah. Would you not go for ten, like round it out, or go for eight and make them bigger? But again, nine. Let's hear your thoughts, Ryan. Where do you, as probably the biggest Last of Us fan in the group? Where does it where, where where does this show rate for you in terms of just like let's rate it as a TV show, but then also rate it as an adaption as well. So both ratings. Yeah, look, I think um we can all agree this is probably been the most accurate adaptation from a game to uh you know the visual media in terms of a TV show slash movie. Yeah, and and I I there were there were several episodes where it was I felt like I was just watching the game, especially the last few. Um, you know, the episode eight with the, um, you know, with the cannibal people and, mm. you know, especially that scene when the runner was on fire and Ellie and, and David had their standoff was pretty yep, much yep. straight out of the, the game. And then yep. the last episode as well, obviously, you know, we've got that beautiful scene with the giraffes and, um, you know, obviously the last, you know, once you see Joel and we finally get to see psychopathic Joel. Um, which I was know. great. You know, he had a, he was I, on a really good kill streak. Um, I, I was miss I was missing my my best friend and psychopath. <laughs> um, and so it was good. It was good to see. It was good to see that he remembered that he's a that you know he is a psychopath. Yeah, and, and look, I think um, that whole as soon as you see him walk into the pediatric ward, um, I was watching it with my friend Steph, and I said, "Look, this is literally the last cut scene of the game." Um, and yeah, it was pretty much like even the way that the doctor sort of saw Joel walk in and put his hand up with the knife, that was literally shot for shot from the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole Marlene in interaction at the end and how they did, you know, the flashback to him when he was talking to Ellie. Mm-hmm. And even the way that the the the, the episode ended, where yep. you know, where Ellie said, Is everything that you told me true? And he's like, yep. It is. Yep. And she's and like, was, okay. okay, good, and then black screen. And that's exactly how the game finished. And I've only played it recently with the remaster. And I think it's adaptation wise, uh, I'd give it a really high mark. Um, terms of rushingness, um, <laughs> definitely. Like I, I feel like they could have done a lot more because there was certain parts where we they barely touched on or we didn't get at all. Like for example, the the university. Mm. Uh, I think we were there mm-hmm. for like ten minutes in an episode where that was a whole level kind of yeah. thing in the game uh the, the the sewers with um henry and sam obviously that was a much bigger part in the game and i understand there's things you need to sort of trim okay, down a bit sure. but this was a tv series they could have done two seasons for, for the first game Absolutely. Um, yeah there was no reason why they had to do one season like, no like i like I, that's that was also one of my things to saying like that just seems odd but again yeah. yeah, and the numbers that they were getting, like I'm reading, they were getting six million and like big, big numbers for each episode. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they could have easily have done, they could have easily gotten to, and I think Jamie, you brought this up before, they could have easily gotten to this, ended it where Joel got stabbed. Yeah. Um, and started season two with Ellie in the winter 
Yeah. You know, they even threw the DLC left behind, which again was a, a great adaptation, literally, you know, very close to what the game was. But that that could have been part of season two. You know, like they could have ended it there and done two nine episode seasons on the first game. But look, that's my only real gripe. I I really enjoyed it. I know a lot of people don't. I don't really care for the episode with um, Bill and Frank and, and I get it. I get it. And and I know that most of the people that I'm friends and colleagues with don't like it because it, it, it really takes away from the bond between Joel, Bill and Ellie, which I respect completely. You know, there mm. are a lot of people out there who are like, Oh, using their, their homophobic, you know, whatever yeah. they can be. And that's fine. But I think Jamie, you said it the best the other night, if that was, if you took that out, and had it as a completely separate thing with nothing to do with The Last of Us, it is Oscar-worthy, especially for for Neil Offerman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, me personally, as a gay person, I really enjoyed that episode. I know, but as a Last of Us fan, I was like, I'm disappointed that we didn't get that interaction with Joel, Bill, and Ellie. Um, but look, overall, for me, I loved the, I loved seeing the, the bloater come out of the, the ground in in episode four or five i think it was five. um five yeah that that really that blew me away i know a lot of people complained that there wasn't very there wasn't enough infected for their mm. their likings yeah um look overall did i love it yeah absolutely um i'm, I'm gonna get i've already pre-ordered the 4k version for when it comes out in july um i i really enjoyed it it's probably one of the better apocalyptic things i I fell off The Walking Dead quite early. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I'd probably give it a solid eight to eight and a half out of ten. That's yeah. I, I think that's I think that's a fairly um, like I think that's a fairly. Uh, I think I think I think I agree. Basically, look, we love seeing Pedro Pascal escort children across across you know any <laughs> yeah. any, 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 any like um any um. Uh, any sort of like um, any sort of like a uh, setting, but I was just looking at some numbers, mm-hmm. and I can sort of see why they did, why why they probably why they've did one episode, why they only did why did the first season. It cost them a hundred million US dollars to make these episodes. Well. The show averaged thirty million viewers across all first the first six, and so that's what it looks like to be average. When you're dealing with a company who cares about money, they're going to yeah. look at that and go, "Okay, so that's the viewership versus the the cost of the show," and then they're going to compare it to their other hit, where House of Dragons cost them two hundred million to make, but each episode is thirty million viewers, and they're going to go, "Hmm, what's worth putting more money into?" Is that the right thing for a company to do? No, but they do it because they're a, com- they're a company that has money. That basically they, you know, whilst com- some companies like to say that they have you know feelings and they care, they don't. They care about basically viewership and money. Mm-hmm. So, so I can sort of see why they, you know, not knowing, you know, the successful how successful is knowing how much the, the cost of production of the show would be. I can see sort of see why they went okay. Let's just do you know nine episodes and hope for the best. They've got a second mm-hmm. season that that's also very good. Jamie, what do you think about um, The Last of Us? Uh, um, now, look, I look. Yes and no. I've got a lot of lot of stuff I like about it. A lot of stuff I didn't like about it. 
Um, I didn't like at first. I didn't like Pedro Pascal, but he grew on me. You know, like um, he always does. Pedro, he, he does grow on you. Um, so yeah. Um, like Ryan said, the sets, like visuals, were mm-hmm. were, were amazing. Um, but I, I'm starting as the more and more I went on. I mean, I'll be I'll I'll, I'll say. Five, eight, and nine are my favorite episodes. I think they're the strongest. But but the more I went on, the more I felt like Neil Druckmann doesn't entirely appreciate his own um, source material. No, me, but... in 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 the sense that some of the casting was very strange. There was a lot of, and I spoke about this in the last last episode we talked about race swapping for no reason. I like to see games come to life. So I like to see that character, like Henry and Sam, perfect casting. Mwah. Yeah, I thought they looked literally exactly the same as the, exactly the, as the yeah. game. Like mm. they they were my probably my favorite casting of the entire series. Um, Anna Anna Torov Torv Anna Torv as mm. yep. as um Tess. Tess, perfect. Like Bill, like again, even though we didn't get to see Bill and Joel and Ellie all together, Bill, Nick Offerman as Bill. As soon as they announced that, I was just like. That's Bill, hundred percent Bill. Because um, I, I really thought, uh, and I thought it was really quite incredible. Um, Meryl Meryl um, Dangridge, I thought she played an absolute incredible Marlene. I thought, like you know, she envisioned Marlene, and I, thought, I was like, <laughs> when, when, I, when I saw her, I was like, man, that actress done a lot of work to make sure she looks exactly like, sounds like, and even her her, her physical gestures <laughs> were like. I was like, I was blown away. And how similar she was to Marlene. I was like, man, like talk about like, mwah, talk about like perfect yeah. casting, like absolute spot on to Marlene. Incredible, incredible uh, casting. Like, and then seriously. you found out <laughs> that it is Marlene. Um, yeah, but even even with like um, in in episode eight, like with Troy Baker as um, mm. yeah, you know David's offsider. And as soon as I w- I was watching that with Steph, and as soon as I heard that voice, I'm like, wow, that's that's Joel. That's his normal voice. He is yeah. Joel. So he, yeah. he will go out and talk to people in the streets. And I got goosebumps when I heard yeah. that voice. I'm like, yeah. okay. so tr- But yeah. I can understand why they cast Pedro Pascal because he looks yeah. nothing like Joel. Pro- yeah, Troy Baker, you can't, you know. Yeah. But it was good, um, it was good for what they did. You know, they yeah. put in, you but, know, the guy who played Joel's brother and then Elle and the, the actor, yeah. the voice actors. Here's, here's my concern, right? Mm-hmm. My biggest concern is Bella Ramsey... I still don't like that casting. No, I, look, and, and I 100% agree. And for season two to work, if they're going yeah. to follow it accurate to the game, which they say they are, you have to like her. She cannot carry a series on her own. Like no, she is, she's not, she's not leading character uh, material. She, um, you know, she's a great. Um, I, I don't know what she was like in Game of Thrones. Um, she, was, she, she was like, um, she stole the show. See, in Game of Thrones, she was way better. She stole yeah. the show. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah, but I just don't see her being capable as someone who can lead the show as well as Pedro Pascal did. Mm. And here's my other theory, and I'd have to go back and rewatch it to find out. You know how Aquaman with Jason Momoa and Amber Heard, mm. how there's no chemistry. Yep. I have a subtle feeling that that's the same with um, Joel and Ellie. 
which is very weird because when you see Pedro Pascal in interviews and things, he's like a man full of chemistry. Like if you have no yeah. chemistry with Pedro Pascal, maybe you're yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah, all hundred percent. Because I, I noticed a few of the same angles um, and tricks, uh, the tricks where, where yeah. he's acting and he's he's lying to Ellie, but you don't see her response. And you know, uh, like, I just yeah. I feel there's see, there's not that real bond. Thank Which you, I, Amber Heard trial for highlighting now we know the camera angles to look for when two actors have zero chemistry and then they need to when, yeah. and so they need to hide that fact so thank you amber heard trials yeah no like yeah so that that's that's my biggest concern look i, I never thought she was a good choice and there's a lot of people out there that will scream and get angry at me for saying that um that's, I, I, that's, that's I, just I, how i feel like she didn't pull me into the role like pedro did like every step of the way you could see joel coming out of Pedro more and more and more and more mm. especially for like the, the, the first change I noticed was you know when he's when they crash into the building in episode four I think it is yeah and then he's like crawl in that hole and <laughs> don't come out till I tell you and then you know he goes from warning shots to you know kill shots you know mm. he knows what he's doing I would have thought that I actually and I've said this before but I'll say it again the person they got to play Sarah, I thought she should have played Ellie. I thought, I, yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she's, I th- she's I think, stronger. But yeah, I think she was, I've I think seen... she was a stronger actor. I think she was yeah. a stronger actor. I know, I know you've said you've seen her in other things where she was terrible, but clearly she's growing yeah. as an actor. So she's yeah, but, she's yeah, growing. but I can, I can, I can see that she's growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan, what did you make of Ellie's casting in terms of Bella? Yeah, Angel? look, at the end of the day. I didn't really have anyone in mind. Like I used to see, I mean, uh, uh, back when The Last of Us came out first, I always said, um, I forget what her name is now, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, Ellen Page, but now Elliot Page. Elliot Page, yeah. I always thought she would be perfect for Elle, but obviously he, uh, I I don't understand pronouns, okay? So don't hate me. Um, Elliot, just, just, when just she that. was Ellen Page, I, I thought she would be a perfect L. L. Yeah. Um, look, Bella Ramsey, she was great in Game of Thrones. Like, she was a kick ass, you know, let's do this. I don't know. Like, she grew on me, same as Pedro Pascal grew on you, Jamie. She yeah. grew on me as L, but I don't, I agree with you. She, I don't think she can hold it by her own. They really need to yeah. make sure they nail the casting of like yeah. of Abby and, and stuff yeah. like that to carry that, that season yeah. two. And the thing that really grinds my gears <laughs> to be Peter Griffin, you know what really grinds my gears is how, you know, if they got on board sooner because they originally had uh, Caitlin Diva, um, Evie Baxter from. Last Man Sandy, she was going to play Ellie, but then she outgrew the role. Quite significantly, she's quite tall now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'd say old, like she's, you know, mid mid to late 20s, I think she is. Yes. Yeah. So she would have been perfect. Yeah, she would have been. And she, she, has, she has the right kind of, um, I guess that. that and she and she's already spunk. worked. She's already worked with Naughty Dog. She was in uh, Uncharted 4. Oh. That's Drake's daughter. Oh yeah, there you go. So it would have been, would have been good. Would have been good. Now, look again, and I've made my complaints very clear. But just to 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 sum up my final my thing again, was the show good? Yes. Did I enjoy it? Yes. 
I mean, we all kept watching. That's something, right? Exactly. Yeah, and 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 I didn't even go to the highest series. I actually paid for a subscription to watch this show. So then let's let's you know let's did did I did I forget to unsubscribe to binge potentially? But that's just you know that's, 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 that's not a here. That's, that's not a here nor there. Yeah. Again, Joel didn't crouch. Joel didn't craft anything. Joel can't see through walls. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he didn't press his ears to the walls. Didn't press his ears yeah. to walls, and he didn't take duct tape some random objects and create explosive timed explosive devices that that shouldn't work in real mm. life physics. He didn't grab a baseball bat and duct tape scissors to it. <laughs> These are, again, <laughs> he didn't make a shiv. There was no, I saw no shivs being made whatsoever to unlock and, doors. I mean, and, and the one the other day I saw is he didn't push Ellie around on a on a on a floating pallet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> or have them constantly lift her up and knock down ladders. Again, this is Naughty Dog staple. This is a Naughty oh, Dog no. staple. They they had they had the la- one ladder. They had they one ladder. ladder but then one. they did bring good tropes like the joke book and sure, yeah, things yeah. like that. You know, there were certain things where it was like if you are a, a avid Last of Us gamer. You got to, you popped for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. especially in that last episode where he's like, you know what? I could use a, jo- I could use a really bad joke. And they're just sitting there and they're just telling jokes. And, yeah. you know, I, I honestly look as, as a gamer from, as we all are for, for God, over 30 years now, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I've seen a lot of adaptations. And I'm going to have to say that this is the best one I've seen in my time. And, I, I if a video game adaptation comes out, I guarantee you I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, because mm. it's like an Australian movie. I have to see it, regardless of what it's about and how good it is. I have to watch yep. it. Again. And this one was 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 the best one I've I've seen in terms of an adaptation. Having said that, I still I would still say that. Uh, Edge Runner, Castlevania, and Arcane are better in terms of yeah, video game no, adaptations. No, yeah. But again, right but again, I, I suppose right. if we're looking at a very like Hollywood media standpoint, it's only an adaptation if there's live actors in it. But you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, again, again I guess mainstream adaptation. I, I would say, mm, mm. you know, Look, yeah. Some people say that's not live, an adaptation until you have live actors. But again, yeah, like again, like, fair enough. Fair enough. That's, that's 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 well. A, well that's let's let's be point. let's be honest animation is would be much easier to do ab- ab- yeah. adaptations than live action sometimes i'd say no I'll give me an example of a animated one not working so animated well, i'll give probably... i'll give you an i'll give you an example of an animated one working and a live action not mm-hmm. resident evil yep there's the Rev- resident evil infinite darkness on netflix is one of the best Resident Evil adaptations I have seen, and it is animated. Um, and also the Resident Evil um, uh, de- Degeneration um, was that was back. That was going back twenty years too. That was a better adaptation than any mm. of the Miller Jonovic or whatever the name is movies. Because literally those movies, they said, okay, let's take the name Resident Evil, let's take the main villain out of it, and we'll yep. do. We'll ignore everything else. But the animated stuff with Resident Evil has been amazing. As a massive Resident Evil fan who's played and owned many versions of all the games, um, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that mm-hmm. is an example where animation, yes, live action, no. Yep, yep, that, yep. That's, a fair, that's a fair point. You know, like I said, you know, Jamie's view that animation brings no emotion or joy to things is, is shared across the industry. So, so he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not like, 
in a isolated opinion on on this particular on on, on that point so then um final thoughts on so obviously look you guys are probably will watch season two. I will not because I, I never I I never played the game of season of. I may Last I may watch. I may do the red wedding thing. Watch the red wedding. See people's reactions. That's about it. Because if they are going to follow the game accurately, then we're not going to have spoiler alert Pedro Pascal for very long. And look, my in terms of me watching season two, I before my PlayStation died, I was about twenty five percent through my first play of Last of Us Part Two. I will finish the game and then I will decide if I'm going to watch season two or not. Yeah. So I feel like because I haven't yeah. finished the second game, I don't really have a good yeah, grasp. You, you, because you don't, don't want to judge it. Season yeah. one, which I yeah. enjoyed. So um, you don't want to judge it unfairly. Like, like um, I've said with, with my, my biggest gripe with the second game is it's much like an M night Charlemagne movie. Good idea. Poor execution. <laughs> I don't. I, I never played it, and I still haven't going to play. Look, I enjoyed what I'd started. Like it was, it was different in terms of the way it was set out. You've got obviously two different camps to start off with. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got you've got Ellie and all, all them, and then you've got Abby's group, and that's mm-hmm. where I'm up to at the moment. Bits for my PlayStation died, so I'm I'm liking it so far. But as I said, but, but your PlayStation is a mechanic. <laughs> My yeah, PlayStation you... said, why are you playing this piece of shit? <laughs> and blew itself up. No, no. But like, as I said, you said the, the and I agree with you, the mechanics of it are, are fantastic. The gameplay so far is great. So that will probably get me through. Um, I'm a little bit more open-minded when it comes to, you know, those kind of things. But I also, I will not accept a bullshit story and insertion of characters yeah. of certain orientations or races for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. I will not accept that. No, look, I I just don't like boring characters. Yeah, exactly. Or ridiculous so I'll, characters. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to you on that once mm. I finish the game, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. I didn't play it because I didn't think it needed a second game. And I stood by that. I said the, the first game was perfect. I it don't was, need 100%. another one. Yeah. And so... They made another one and I didn't play it. Like and, obviously, and, uh, obviously and, uh, I heard all the controversy and I was like, going, okay, that's funny. But to me, I was never going to play it because I was because I had made yeah. up my mind very much after the play after playing the first one to be like, no, mm-hmm. that's it. Well, in in my defense, I only paid thirteen dollars for it, so I mean, <laughs> it's not like I paid one hundred and twenty nine. Not like I paid um a hundred dollars for it on PS three, a hundred dollars the first game on PS four. <laughs> And then $124 for the remaster <laughs> on PS5 because it's worth the fucking money. The <laughs> first game, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, so, and I, I, th- I think the biggest success for Neil Druckmann and Naughty Dog is the fact that they've <laughs> got people rebuying the game and, you know. Oh, well, that, I'm the you perfect, know? you know, I had it on PS3, got yeah. it on PS4, no, well, I got it on PS5. I, I am going to be playing it again at some yeah. point, you know. 100%. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's let's say, imagine, imagine, if we got that series, but it was Uncharted instead. See, does it again? No, because they. It depends who did it. I wouldn't. Want... No, I'm saying, like, imagine if we got the the accuracy of the adaptation. Yeah. yeah. In a, in that same like with a Sony Naughty Dog production we, for we... Uncharted, not that movie with Tom Holland, which was okay. But it wasn't Nathan. It wasn't Ryan. Uncharted, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we we got a pretty close one with Nathan Fillion, but they said no. Yeah, but we don't, we don't want to. We don't, minutes. 
We don't want to give people what they want. And, and, and I will forever hate you for that one moment, Jamie, because you sat me down. I'd never seen it. You sat me down and put it on. And then it finished in 15 minutes. And I had, I had no more of that. And I just wanted all of that <laughs> yeah. and more. And um, yeah, but yeah, look, yeah, I, I'm, as I said, it, for me, if you ask me, am I ever going to watch the last of a season one again? Definitely. I'll be watching mm-hmm. it. Oh, and that that's all and it's got me to pay as i said i didn't even go on the high seas for yeah i mean mind you i have binge for the wwe stuff so it's already i had it already but you know i still watch it on binge every monday and it had me monday is my, was my longest day at work and it had me as soon as i walked in the door on monday i would mm. sit down and that would be the first thing i put on there you go see it's, it's so that it's, and that's it's... winning to me because i don't do that with hardly anything it's yeah. bringing close families closer together for some reason. Yeah, the, the, the guys at work play it on the radio. Oh, no, the guys at work listen to the radio and one of the hosts on the radio can't stop talking about it every day. He's like, oh, Last of Us, have you seen The Last of Us? And I, I don't think he realises it's a video game. But, um, <laughs> he's, he's I have met a lot of people guy. who don't realise it's a video game. Yeah, yeah. That's Like funny. JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> JB Hi-Fi advertised it as, hey, play this video game. It's based on The Last of Us TV show. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if they did it on purpose. Probably. Because they can't Probably. be that stupid. They can't be that, yeah. they can't be that stupid because they sell the game. No, I reckon they did that just to piss people off. Like, just oh, yeah. or, 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 like because honestly, oh, if I... It's if something I was, I'd do. If I worked in a store, I'd want to piss people off too. I'd, I'd like, you know... Yeah. Well, when I was in JB the other day picking up my PlayStation, there was a, a horror game called The Callisto Project that I wanted to get, and their little tag said, rated 10 out of 10 on the shit your pants meter. So <laughs> I'm like, they That's clearly cool. got a sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, I think I will send us home with a bit of story. I just remembered a story, a guy, because a, a guy from work found it. I did a podcast, and he wanted to know about it, and he's like, oh, I've got a story for you. Um, don't worry, it's not a, not a bogan story, Chris. You put on the accent though. So. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to give him a shout out? Um, I don't know if he'd listen because he's like, I don't think he figures out. I, how I tried to. Do, yeah. yeah, I tried to. No, I tried to describe to him how podcasts work, and he was like, uh, <laughs> you know, Fair he didn't really didn't really know. But um, before I wrap it up with this story, thanks again for listening, guys. Reach out to us. Send us an email at thetrueandthefictionalgmail.com. Uh, contact us on Instagram at stories underscore podcast. Um, if you've got a story, send us send us one. Um, don't forget to pre-order my book, Letters from the Emu World. But this is a story from Paul from work. Paul, if you're listening, but I know I know you're not. Um, this is an embarrassing story that he told me about his father. His father's about eighty. Um, he was looking. Um, he wanted to sell some some um, old jugs that he had, and he wondered how much they were going for. So his son told him to go on the internet and Google old jugs. <laughs> and he goes on the internet and types in old jugs. And you know what he saw? You, you don't have to. And he freaked out and he's like, how do I close it? How do I close it? Um, and he's trying to close it down before his wife came in, you know. Um, yeah. So that was standing. That that was his story. What and an amazing what an amazing tale of the internet. <laughs> What what an amazing tale that a man will go that far to cover up his love of old jugs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll find out how much they cost. Um. He's probably got his wife to listen to this. See, see, look, see, they told me yeah. it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You're right. 
it is convoluted enough that it seems like an elaborate ruse more than anything else now. <laughs> yes. now, now that you mention it, Ryan, it does seem like, yes, it sounds a little too planned. Oh, well, you know how a prank, a good prank is always planned. Not always. You, you don't just do a prank on a whim. Tell me about a prank you've done on a whim, Chris. Oh, actually, no, you can't do a prank on a whim. It does take I, I, I know, I know, and we should finish on this, that... um. There's one, I don't know if you call it a prank, but you, you used to work in customer service, didn't you? Uh, tech support or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the yeah. phones. And what did you do on your last day while you were talking to customers on the phone? You chose to uh, use particular accents and uh, tell people that yes. you were from the Ukraine or from... I put on the... I, 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 <laughs> I forgot Russian I for... or Ukraine or... No, I put on the Ukrainian accent. And, and then basically answer the phone, you know, basically, you know, tech support, this is Chris. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll start with your account number, please. Da, da, huh? Ah, yes, I see. Have you tried doing it on and off again? And, <laughs> and a lot of people were confused. And some people asked me, how long how, how have I been yes. in Australia for? And that was the best part. <laughs> And I said, you know, for about a year or two now, but I'm still learning the accent. I'm still learning to speak quite quite good. And so oh, you're doing you're doing you're doing amazingly, you're doing quite well. It, was, it, was, it uh, would have been really funny if if they, you know, you did all that accent and they said, How long have you been in Australia for? And then you go, Oh yeah, about 10 years, mate. Nah. In, in your normal <laughs> normal nah. voice. No, no, and then no. go back to it. Nah. I was a dick. <laughs> so it was and correct was, me if I, correct me if I'm wrong. It was your last day, and then your boss was standing behind you with his arms folded. Was was that true? Yes. <laughs> and you're like, "What are you going to do? Fire me?" Huh? Yeah, that, yeah, you know that was one of the you know. Hey, we, uh, we all we all have a good last day prank. We all have a good last day. And For me, when I worked in the supermarkets, I hijacked the PA quite a quite a bit. Um, you know. I think it was the time when Big Brother was a big thing and we'd tell um, employees that they'd been evicted. Mm-hmm. Oh, the you know, Josh from Josh from the grocery uh, department, you have been evicted. You have five minutes to leave the shop. <laughs> Stuff like that. You know? It is always fitting to do something ridiculous on your last day. Do you have anything ridiculous to tell us, Ryan? Any? He seems like a straight lace, but let's ask. Let's find out. <laughs> Ryan, no, I'm a goody two shoes. I don't do anything naughty. N- not even when you were in school. No, I was a nerd in school. I didn't really have many friends, so it was just yeah. I, I was a nerd too, but the nerds out way outnumbered the jocks. Yeah, see, that didn't yeah. happen at my school. I think there was like three of us, <laughs> and then one of one of one of my nerd friends became school captain, and it was kind of like a. A Michael Bay movie. He just took his glasses off. Oh, and he was hot and attractive. <laughs> um, so that's that's how it works. Um, God damn, Michael yeah. Bay. No, no, I, I guess back then I didn't really have the confidence because that was back with pre-band days. Oh, so yeah. I didn't really have the confidence to do anything like that. And it wasn't until I joined the band that I was like completely turned around, did a one eighty, and became the person you know and love today. But. Um, yeah, no, I was I was a good boy. I didn't want to get in trouble. I remember once I broke the window in the library um, accidentally and ended up getting detention, my one and only time in detention. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. But that was just accidental because we were throwing the football around. But, yeah, nothing malicious. 
I I got I got the um, luck of the draw and the fact that my sister was such a goody two shoes that they thought because I came from the same family I was a good boy. Outstanding. <laughs> so I, I just got away with so much stuff. I love when people make assumptions. That is the especially when they're teachers. <laughs> if we could leave you with one final thought, always remember this. Always assume everything and then stick to that opinion in your mind and do not change your opinion even if facts and evidence suggest otherwise. Remember, an open mind is like an open wound, apt to fester. And I bid you adieu. Adieu. Adieu.